ladies and gentlemen, to the annual tradition where we at JWF like to celebrate the latest and greatest achievements throughout the year of 2021. That's right, folks. Welcome to the fourth annual Tammy Awards. I am your host, Silver Spoon, and we are in for a great night of appreciation. We are going to see the match of the year crowned tag team of the year. We are going to see the wrestler of the year crowned. And ladies and gentlemen, right now, I'd like to start things off by turning things over to, well, you can hear the music right now. The man behind one of the greatest tag teams in all of JWF, the VWO to announce this year's nominee for Tag Team of the Year. So let's throw things down to the Vape Master General himself, Griffin Clouds. Well, well, well. Guess who's back? You know, earlier this year, my brothers and I, we risked it all and gave up our careers in JWF for an opportunity, just an opportunity at the JWF Tag Team Championships. And we went back to the place we used to call home and tried to prove to this entire audience the VWO will forever be the greatest tag team in this company. But that's not what happened. Instead, we went to JXT. We found grit, determination. We found fire. And we found passion. We found the tag team division that this company deserves. Which is why I'm excited to bring you today the nominees for Tag Team of the Year. And they are... Demon Inc. The Roanoke Boys. Or Legion. And ladies and gentlemen, your winners are... Demon Inc. Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, it's it's kind of a situation where the person you don't like happened to achieve the most this year, and that is most certainly the situation with Demon Inc. They started the year with the JXT Tag Team Championships, which they held multiple times, eventually became JWF champions and aligned themselves with that man walking out right now, Lawrence Whitney who appears to once again grab the microphone and speak on behalf of the tag champ. So why don't I hear what this scumbag has to say? Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, boys, boys, no, hide, hide, boys. Wait, is it, wait a minute, is, is no one coming? No one behind the scenes wanting to jump my boys here? The men behind Legion with their silly little briefcase don't want to come out here and take a swing at the champs? I mean, come on. For the past two years, this award, the Tibby Award for Tag Team of the Year, has been well and truly veritably cursed. I mean, last year the Rising Suns were attacked viciously and lost their Tag Team Championships on the same night they received this award. And the year before that, the VWO were beaten down by the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys and left to bleed on the mat. It seems that getting this award simply invites one to be assaulted on this main stage, but that doesn't seem to be the case tonight, does it? 
In fact, there's not a single tag team in that locker room now that would dare interrupt Demon Inc.'s moment. Hell, the man presenting us with this award just claimed that he was half of the greatest tag team of all time. And believe me, I can tell you feeling froggy and this bitch still won't jump. Because Griffin... Listen, you are absolutely right. When you came to JXT to attempt to save your career by being the big fish in the small pond, you actually found yourself swimming directly into the open jaws of two bloodthirsty sharks. And those sharks are the men standing behind me, the men known as Demon Inc. Because you see, unlike Chuck Gibbons, unlike Mark Plays, unlike any of the failures from JXT, Demon Inc. did not come to the main roster as failures. They did not come here as men who left their titles behind. No, they were signed with the JXT Tag Team Championships over their shoulders, and it took a literal act of God to pry those titles away. And what happened next? Well, my boys certainly don't like to see themselves without any gold, so they decimated your beloved champions, the Roanoke Boys, before their match even began. They beat them so mercilessly that your beloved champions wouldn't even show up to the title match they were scheduled to be in. Which is why now Demon Inc. stands here tall is your JWF Tag Team Champions, a title that will belong to them for a very, very long time. Because you see, this tag team division for the longest is run on deceits and cheap tricks. It's ran on sucker punches from behind or shocking attacks. But now, it runs on fear. Fear of Demon Inc. and fear of the Whitney family. Thank you all again, truly. Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, Lawrence Whitney, not one to, uh, to mince words. And believe me, if anyone believes in the, uh, pardon my French shit that he is slinging, it is most certainly Demon Inc. and the entire Whitney family. And if they keep this fire coming into the new year, I gotta say, I am absolutely afraid for our tag team division. But there were some names mentioned during that. Mark plays Chuck Gibbons, men who came into JWF this year like a house of fire. We saw some exciting debuts. We saw some exciting rookie years, which is why I would like to throw things down right now to Chuck Tibbs, a former winner of this award, to present the nominees for Rookie of the Year. <clears throat> okay, you know what? Screw this. I went from Rookie of the Year to Wrestler of the Year to, uh, this? The second spot on the card? About to give some green as goose shit novice an award that used to actually mean something, folks. Look at that. I mean, back in my day, you clawed and you scratched your way up to the top to win a Tibby. And now, I guess any jerk ass could just waltz in off the streets and win one, huh? 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 I mean, come on, people! I started this year as your JWF champion, and did that earn me any nominations? Huh? No. The only award I'm nominated for is getting my ass kicked at Wrestlepalooza by some inbred hick-ass motherfucker that suddenly all you love to cheer for, don't ya? 
Sorry about that. Now that that's off my chest, uh, I'd like to present the award for JWF's 2021 Rookie of the Year. And the fucking nominees are Chuck Gibbons, Phoenix Driver, and Mark Blaze. Yippee Kaye. Okay, here it is. And your winner is Mark Plays. Whoop-de-doo. Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, you can hear the music of the gamer erupting over the uh, stereo. This is the first time, I think, in history that a JXT, or at least a former JXT superstar, earned this award. But to be honest with everybody at home, after the year Mark Plays had in JXT, winning the title twice, winning the epic J1 tournament, I think if anybody was going to be the first superstar to win this award from JXT, it's got to be Mark Plays. And you can see the game in the ring right now with that award so why don't we hear what Mark has to say hello everybody my name is Mark plays and welcome back to my acceptance speech for this Tibby award let me just pull out my notes app here and <clears throat> success it's a word defined by Webster's dictionary to mean the fact of getting or achieving wealth respect or fame but today, ladies and gentlemen, we can put a new definition next to that word, and that definition is Mark Plays. You see, unlike Chuck Gibbons, or Phoenix Driver, or the Jebeduck, or any of the people that were considered for this award, I'm the only true rookie that could be considered. Unlike those developmental clowns that spent years trying to struggle their way up to their career's peak, I started my career this year. I started my career in January, won the first ever J1, and then promptly won the JXT Championship in my first pay-per-view match. I would then defeat every opponent placed in front of me. I would win the championship two different times over the course of six months, and then, of course, old Captain Tibbs came a-knocking, and I knew my time had come. My time had come to bless you all on this main roster with a little touch of Marky Mark, but then fate had other plans. You see, a man I entrusted, a man who mentored me, and Scotty Moore, someone who I truly loved like a father-type figure person, and a, a man that I would never betray or, or attack, he turned his back on me and cheated me out of my championship. He cheated me out of the opportunity to be the final JXT champion, and that is a betrayal Mark Plays will never forgive him for, but it's alright, because 2022 is a new year, it's a new me, and I intend to right the wrongs that Scotty hefted upon me, and it begins by getting a match that I've rightly deserved since I came to this main roster, because history has a fun way of repeating itself in the sport of professional wrestling, and I intend to repeat history at the regal rumble because if there's one thing Mark Plays does best, it's win championships and embarrass fight boys. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, I don't think I need to spell things out for you there. Mark Plays, of course, cheated out of his match with the Dillonick crossing the line, is looking to finally run that match back at the Regal Rumble, but this time he's wanting the championship on the line. And I'll be honest, I have no idea how the Lord of the Smart Side is going to respond to this challenge. I mean, the man has already had classic match after classic match this year, and him versus Mark Plays certainly seems to be adding to that stable if Dylan accepts but for now speaking of great matches why don't we move on to one of the most prestigious titles that you could get the biggest award at the Tibbies in my personal opinion the match of the year award and out to present it as a man who well Mark plays did not have any kind words for in the form of the hero of the JWF Scotty Moore so why don't we go down to here what the nominees are for match of the year there are a lot of things that go into the world of professional wrestling. You know, there's your gear, there's your entrance, there's your time on the microphone that some of us might use more of than we should. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to one thing. The match. Two or more bulls coming into the center of this squared circle to lock horns and assert their dominance. And in that moment, everything else fades away. It doesn't matter how good your gear looks or what you said on the mic that week. All that matters is giving it your all and fighting for your life. And this year, men got in this ring and they bled, they sweat, and they fought with everything they had. Which is why I'm proud to announce the nominees for Match of the Year. And they are Val Curry versus Phoenix Driver at Summerfest. Myself versus Blake Tanner versus The Dylan in the Fight Boys Triple Threat at Wrestlepalooza 4, and Momoa Curry versus Robert Hill at Crossing the Line. And the winner is Momoa Curry versus Robert Hill. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about historic moments all night. You want to talk about history being made? This is the first time a match of the year candidate wasn't even supposed to be on the damn show. Robert Hill was facing off against Chuck Tibbs, defeated him in less than 15 seconds. Robert thought he had an easy night off, but then Momoa Curry came out to the ring and Momoa Curry gave him the fight of his life that Robert luckily walked away successful. But as you can hear, Robert's not out here to accept it. Instead, the god of the JWF is here. So why don't we go down to the ring and hear Momoa Curry accept this award for Match of the Year. Thank you, Scotty. And thank you to everyone who got myself and Robert this award because, believe me, Momoa Curry has won quite a few Tibby Awards in my day. I've got more than one Wrestler of the Year award decorating my shelf, but... This one, this one hits different, because for the first time in the history of my career, I don't think I'm the one who deserves this award. You see, I thought I was going to come down to the ring that night, surprise Robert Hill, and take him down in an instant, but instead, Robert Hill took me to my limits. And it took everything I had to throw at him. I threw spear after spear after spear, and he kept getting back up. So, Robert, believe me, this one's going to be waiting for you at a bar later tonight. And, you know, I've watched that match back damn near every day since it happened. Hell, I've watched that whole show back nearly every day, and when I look 
at the passion in the eyes of the men who were going to war that night, it made me realize something that I think I've been afraid to admit for a long time. But it's also something that I am damn proud to stand here and say. Crossing the line made me realize that the JWF no longer needs Momoa Curry. And I'm not sitting here saying that with some sort of malice in my mind, no venom in my mouth. I'm saying that with pride. You see, I've been with this company since day one. I was the first person that that man in a captain's hat called oh so many years ago, and I have been eternally grateful to him ever since. But the JWF has evolved since then. I've seen men come and I've seen men go, and I can guarantee you that there is no roster in the history of this company that can compete with the men in that locker room. Jebedunk, Chuck Gibbons, Robert Hill, these men came to this main roster and exploded into superstardom, and it's not because of the man who had the book, it's because of the passion they had in their hearts for this business. It's because of the stories they wanted to tell. It's because of the unique mark that only they are able to leave on this company. And believe me, I know I have left my mark on the JWF. And I know I have cast a wide shadow that all of them are working very hard to step out from behind of. And I think it's time the god lets them do exactly that. Because being a god sometimes means stepping away and letting your people do what they do best and that is entertain you people in this audience and you people at home which is why i'd like to formally announce that my match at this year's wrestlepalooza will be my last thank you all genuinely well uh, ladies and gentlemen at home i, I hate for the uh the silence on the air, but I, I'm sure I am just as taken aback by all of you at home. I mean, we have seen Momoa Curry quote-unquote retire in the past. I mean, hell, our champion, the Dylan, faced him in a retirement match a, a long time ago, but uh, this seems different. This seems like Momoa is ready to hang up the boots, and to whoever gets that opportunity for that match at Wrestlepalooza, take it from a man who has been in this business a very long time, that is not an opportunity to be squandered, and I am now looking at, um, I'm now looking at who's up next, and I am realizing that I don't think Captain Tibbs knew that that retirement speech was coming, because he planned for it to be followed up by well, this man, Shitty Terry, out to announce our holy shit moment of the year. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm being, I'm receiving a text from Tibbs. He says, don't worry, he won't go off the rails. Well, this seems like a good idea. Hello, everyone. My name is, my name is Shitty Terry, and I am here today to present to you the award for holy shit moment of the year. Pause for dramatic effect. 2021, like most years in this company, were not without their share of shocking moments that brought the JWF universe to their feet. 
we saw the debut of numerous JXC superstars, the defeat of Team JWF at Crossing the Line, and we even saw a few undefeated streaks end. And most of those aren't even nominated tonight. Pause for laughter. So with that in mind, I would like to announce to you tonight, the announce to you today, the nominees for Holy Shit Moment of the Year. And they are Robert Hill defeating Chuck Tibbs in 20 seconds to capture the JWF Championship. Scotty Moore ending the Dylan 644 day undefeated streak. Or the debut of the Jebedook at the Regal Rumble. And your winner is. Robert Hill defeating Chuck Tibbs at Wrestlepalooza. Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, let me tell you right now, we all knew history was being made that night when Robert went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Chuck Tibbs. We knew something was going to happen. Either Chuck was going to continue that epic reign or Robert was going to manage to come out on top. And when he did, he did it in spectacular fashion, defeating him in 20 seconds. And of course, having that rematch at crossing the line when Robert decided to double down, defeat Chuck in 14 seconds. And right now you can see the king of the hill in the ring right now. And I'll be honest, for the first time in this company's history, Robert Hill almost seems, almost seems grateful. Well, folks. I'd like to keep things short and sweet tonight. Whoa, and whoa, 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 no, no, nuh-uh, no, you gotta be fucking kidding me over here. In, in a year where Chuck Tibbs, where I became one of the few two-time JWF champions, where I faced off against demons and monsters, and, and the only goddamn award I win is this stupid fucking piece of... Oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen at home, Robert Hill letting Chuck Tibbs know how he feels, immediately grabbing him, dropping him with that vicious double underhook DDT that he calls the Gaslighter. And I think that might be the first time in company history we have ever seen a man fail an attack during one of these speeches. <clears throat> As I was saying, I want to keep things short and sweet. Because that's just the way Robert Hill handles things. Just ask old Chucky over there. But to be honest with y'all, beating Chuck Tibbs wasn't my only holy shit moment. Beating the record for the fastest victory in JWF wasn't my only holy shit moment. Hell, standing toe to toe with a legend like Momoa Curry wasn't my only holy shit moment. What was the moment that made me say holy shit when I stood in this ring across from the JWF champion, the Dylan? And over the course of that matchup, he brought Robert Hill to his limit and finally made me say holy shit. If folks believe me, I'm many things, but I ain't no liar. Which is why I'm not afraid to say that the Dylan is a man who deserves that title. But that's just a declaration for today, Dylan. You might be the best today. You might be the man who deserves that title today. But everyone's time runs up eventually. And believe me, when your time runs out, it's going to be because Robert Hill came back around. Thank you. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, looks like the Dylan has a plethora of challenges between Mark Blaze and Robert Hill clearly wanting to uh, have a rematch after their epic clash at Summerfest. But speaking of Robert Hill, I know he is nominated. A man we saw earlier tonight, Scotty Moore is nominated. The Dylan's nominated for one of our most prestigious honors, the Wrestler of the year award and we have seen men like Blake Tanner hold it in the past even Chuck Tibbs like he said earlier has held this prestigious honor in the past got it last year but for now it's time to find out who is 2021's wrestler of the year and for that I'm gonna take things down to your friend and mine Captain Tibbs well folks here we are again it all comes down to this I have to apologize for not hosting tonight with Sills. I uh, had to climb a mountain and find my zen spot. Honestly, everybody, the last few weeks have thrown old Tibbs for a loop, and, uh, well, he wasn't in a good place. But I think Tibbs is finally ready to accept the new, and much like our friend Momoa Curry, take a step back for the new year. And that's going to start with, uh, me here announcing your wrestler of the year 2021 and saying that Tibbs is proud of all of you. Tibbs is proud of everything that you've done this year. All the members of this wonderful roster. And, well, Tibbs is going to admit that he was probably wrong. So, Scotty Moore, Blake Tanner, whatever you boys do this year. Whatever you do to my show, you got Tibbs' blessing. But with all that frilly shit out of the way, let's get back to this. The wrestler of the year. The one of you on this roster that has defined themselves more than anything. The one that has fought harder. The one that has climbed to the top in many different ways. And that's not just holding championships. This is it. Everything before you now has been for that one match. That one rookie, that one moment, whatever. But we move on to this award. This award that takes months of hard work. This award that is about carrying the company on your shoulders from day one. Up that mountain with every last bit of strength and sweat in your body. It's about tenacity. It's about that drive. It's about power, as my old friend Dwayne would say. <laughs> and this year, I... I would have to say a lot of men stepped up. A lot of men put their hands on this company, held it over their heads like Atlas, and they marched to the top of the mountain, firmly planted the JWF flag in its peak. And only one of them can walk away calling themselves the JWF Wrestler of the Year. And those nominees are... Robert Hill, The Dylan, Scotty Moore, Val Curry and the Jebaduck. And it is my honor to announce the winner of Wrestler of the Year, the Dylan! 
<laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen at home, let me tell you something. I have been with the Dylan since the beginning. He is a man who in the past has almost demonized this company, said we were killing professional wrestling, and then fought back from that. I guess something has changed in him in recent years to a point where he was willing to come in, put in the hard work, put the fight in and that is why he now holds the JWF championship and as you can see in the ring right now with Captain Tim shaking his hand he is also walking home with the award for wrestler of the year so you know what why don't we let the Dylan close us out all right Tibbs you old man get the hell off the stage try not to break a hip on the stairs right, you, you, you good you good all right all right spoon watch him <clears throat> now there was a time not too long ago where I would take this award and tell you all to shove it. I would tell you that I'm too good for this place, so of course I'm the wrestler of the year. I am above the JWF. But you see, that, that was the old me. See, over time, I've come to realize that this place and I are connected. And just as JWF has gotten better over time, so have I. And so this place has become a part of me. And that's why I am proud to be its champion. And this last year, looking at the roster, the people from JXT coming up, fighting the competition i saw the fire behind ignition and it inspired me it lit something inside of me that i didn't know was there i wanted to be more than just a good wrestler i wanted to be more than just some wrestling star i wanted to be the man who was looked to in this company with respect, with reverence, someone that everyone knew could handle the load. And I'm going to continue that push. I'm going to continue moving forward in that way. And it feels like you all, well, feels like you all approve. And that means a lot. So, Here's to another year, eh?